Okay, I did it's not. better than being your penis and your fire. <laughs> the thing is, Taking it back to the STD so, segment. It's so insane that you could just, like, a song, like, Bananarama song, whatever, eventually, like, ultimately becomes the shaving song. No so matter what. Go ahead and explain to all our listeners who don't live where that commercial aired and are maybe too young for it, that there was a commercial in the 2000s associated with razors called Venus that was about shaving. Yeah, it's a Gillette. It's yeah. a Gillette shaving commercial that had that song, and I will forever associate... It will no longer be Bananarama. It is the shaving commercial song. Honestly, Which is so... Yeah, well, and I think that, like, I feel like I recognize that song from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. It's such a great movie, and I think I recognize that song from that movie as well. But, yeah, no, the shaving the shaving commercial is literally it. So, you you associate that, too, right, with shaving? Yeah. And what what are we talking about now? Okay, so when I was sent this magazine that we were covering today... Uh, Scrolling through it, it kept me very, very amused when I was sitting at a bar in Prince Edward County, which is kind of like wine country here in Ontario for probably the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast have no idea where I'm talking about. Look Uh, it up. Yeah, look it up. But uh, I was reading this uh, magazine and this one article jumped out at me in particular. I didn't even read it in depth. I'm going to be honest. But the reason why it jumped out at me was the first two words that popped into my head when I saw it was fucking patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking stoked because, like, I was the one that went through the magazine to pick out what was good about it that we could actually have, like, conversations around. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, maybe not. But then this I, I scanned I it anyway. Guests. And now I'm fucking stoked because you picked up this article immediately and I didn't realize how much I wanted to talk about body hair until you fucking ran all over this article. I'm yep. the patriarch. Oh, my God. You okay. scared me. All right. Listen to me. You I can't hear you. So this isn't creepy for me, ha! Huh? I'm the patriarchy. <laughs> Listen to me, you hairy bitch. <laughs> um, I need you okay. smooth. You I'm Rob Thomas and the <laughs> patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> okay, when you were a kid, did your mother ever tell you if you shave your legs, your hair is gonna grow back thicker? Yes. So stop doing it. Yeah. So this morning, when I was uh, talking to my friends about doing this, this podcast. I said, this is the article that I chose. Uh, I'm going to be talking about shaving body hair, women, how it's all a fucking social construct, doesn't fucking matter. Both of them, almost in tandem, went, did your mother ever tell you not to shave above your knee? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Why? But if you (laughs) grew up in the 90s, they were also like, don't pluck your eyebrows. Oh, my mom said. Don't I mean, pluck. that was good advice. No, no, no. I mean, in the '90s, were you told not to pluck your eyebrows? Because I plucked my eyebrows yeah, no. to within a millimeter no, my mom of told their me, life. My mom told me yeah. make sure you pluck your eyebrows correctly, which I did not follow. No, none of us did. <laughs> I had some up fucking in the 90s. McDonald's brows. It's fair advice to give because, like, I mean, I have a. No, friend I should have listened to my mom. I would have had great yeah. brows now. Luckily, my mom would yeah. pluck out an eyebrow hair every time I was bad. <laughs> So she had no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was such a, I, I thankfully your friend said that because I thought it was just me. No. Nope. Like I grew up in this, we grew up in this society where your mother's, I don't know what old wives tales they were following, but they're like either a shave everything. Yeah. And like, you can't have, like, I was never like, it's okay to have body hair. It's okay to have like 
hairy armpits. I thought that was European and weird and only French people did that. Yeah, it was like a joke in, in yeah, it was so many like comedies that we'd watch. Like, oh, she's got she, fucking. I want you to compare oh, France's competitive swimming record against other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee it's because the hair they actually makes them go faster. The yes, to be extra wings. To be clear, I don't. We nobody at Girly Megs gives a fuck what you do with your body hair. Do whatever you nope. the fuck you want, bro. With it. it's, it's been fine. COVID. Diet, shave it in interesting shapes. It, Have you it, ever seen the jewel it? Whatever. A, a rendering of a Sasquatch. That is what I looked like for about eight months until like two months ago, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh yeah, we're we'll to yeah. it. <laughs> the, I shaved. I shaved my underarms recently because I was getting really painful ingrown hairs. But otherwise, I like I exfoliated, and I needed to get rid of them because they were actually becoming uncomfortable. Dude, we lived but in a hairless society exactly. for years and years and like years. Like mole people, and it's yeah, all exactly. just a social construct. Brought on by capitalism. Yeah. Well, and and the like the laser hair industry of fucking spending thousands and thousands of dollars to get like your mustache. Like I remember when I was a kid, I think I was probably like in sixth or seventh grade, and I remember this fucking guy who wasn't even cute, by the way, was like, You have a mustache. And I was like, What? And I went home and I was like, oh, my God, I have to bleach this. And I put Nair on my face. No. And it fucking gave me like. Yeah. Like you bonked yourself. It made it worse. And I was like, I can like looking back at that. I'm like, I was 11 years old. Yeah. And I didn't like, what do you do? I am literally so fucking, so fucking Irish. My skin is very sensitive. And I used depilatory cream on my lower legs and on my on my upper lip and like nearly got burns. Yeah. Please d- shave wax, you know, fucking. Uh, they have uh, better things. I mean, now. you guys yeah. do have like light skinned white privilege where it's like your no, hair isn't like. Uh, oh, no. Bushy I no, no, no. I understand that. I understand that, that. But <laughs> I was. But Andrew got shamed for her mustache. I love the fact she looks like Wilfred Brimley. She looks great to me. <laughs> It's easy to get a youngster to love it. But I, but literally, I got shamed for it. I got yeah, shamed dude. for like, I was it doesn't matter in grade if you're, six. If you I have, was in grade yep, six same. when that happened. And I went home and I told my mom, I was like, I have to shave my legs. She's like, you do not have to shave yep. your legs. Yeah. I don't trust you with a razor yet, which is fucking fair because I'm a kid. And she's just like, no, well, we'll, you know, like just those guys are assholes. Like don't listen to them, which is very hard for a kid to hear. And then they go to school. And oh, I was body autonomy. I was so like, I'm still I, these razors. I'm fucking shaving my pubes. I it's trusted going. a friend. I trusted a friend. We had a sleepover. I trusted her when she said my mom uses this all the time and it's fine. And oh, they were no. like, she was Italian. So her mom was just like fairly, you know, there was like fairly, fairly heavy hair and she used Nair. And I used Nair, and I went home, and my mom was just like, what the fuck yeah. happened to yeah. you? You look like you have a burned face. This it is exactly why we need nurses in high schools lining okay. you up in your underwear. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's like why. Telling you. Maybe that's why. But there's, I this, know the so, <laughs> there's, this, there's this article in this one particular issue of YM that we're talking about, and uh, it's called Bare Essentials, and it's basically filled with advice to the readers of this magazine uh, about how to approach Pubescent removing, readers. yeah, removing their body hair. Which, you know, on the surface, okay, whatever, fine. The readers of this magazine are generally from like 
the ages of like 10 to 17. Yeah. yeah. These are these are not people who have to be concerned and I'll get to the point of no one should be concerned with yes. their body hair, but at this particular stage in their life, they certainly shouldn't be worrying about it, but we have all uh, any female identifying people or whatever uh, when it comes to body hair and body hair, hair removal, we've been inundated by this idea that having body hair is bad. It's and connected why? to sex, too. Yeah. And, but but, but uh, there's a utility in a certain way, if you're into it or not. Like, you shouldn't wear... No, your, that's the patriarchy, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes it's more convenient if you're engaging in certain kind of sexual acts. That comes down Name to personal one. preference. Yeah. That still falls into Name the category one perso- personal preference. Name one sex act that makes... Not I like having if hair more. I mean, I don't want to get explicit because I'm not comfortable with that. But sometimes when you're going down on someone, if there's excessively long hair, it makes it more difficult. And that's your We're choice. If you if, if you want to use that for not aesthetic reasons, but okay, but this magazine is reasons, for ten to seventeen. Should you be going down on that age? Should you be going down on that age? <laughs> not that if age. the police are listening. <laughs> Men are never made to feel fucking shitty about the body hair that they have. And if you are getting fucking hair stuck in your teeth going down on somebody, you are going down on them wrong. Sorry. Thank you. I mean, if if you have a smaller penis, if you uh, limit the foliage, it could make it look bigger. Why society has compelled us to try to remove every single strand of hair that we have that's not on our heads. Uh, it was all just a ploy by the Gillette company that happened oh, around. Oh, shocking. The same yeah. person that did the commercial. She's got it. Yeah. A lot of money to spend because women are consumers. Yeah. So in like 1903, a lot of men were, well, most men were getting their beards uh, trimmed and shaved up until that point at barbershops. Yeah. To make that easier, uh, Gillette introduced like a home friendly safety razor that they were buying. A few so years later, so you don't gotta slit your throat. Exactly. So a stranger isn't coming at you with <laughs> Why straight she razor. Like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the Sopranos. I listen. I watched the. What was? What did we watch? The Untouchables. The last Untouchables. Night. I've been watching Anyways. too many gangster movies. Okay. So uh, uh, a few years later, like a decade later, uh, Gillette realized they're selling this razor to men. It's doing really, really well, and they realized half of the consumer public, women, were not shaving anything. Nothing. Nothing was there was no no one was compelled to remove a strand of body hair. So they were like, oh, we can make money from this. Mm -hmm. So at that time, too, it was like 1915. And then like the 1920s happened. Fashion changed. Women were wearing like sleeveless dresses. Shorter skirts. Yeah. So but the first thing it was actually called, I think, the Great Underarm Campaign. Yeah, that's a shame. They literally were saying because you're wearing sleeveless dresses now, they started equating underarm hair to immodesty and it was not delicate it was not ladylike and now that it wasn't clean gross age thing going on with women's hair that's like body hair that's like creepy and gross like it was it was related to purity and it was like like youth and gross cleanliness and but also they associated it with the fact that women were now going to like nightclubs and dancing and throwing your arms up yeah and sweating more and so they we all stank back then. This yeah. was the 1920s. Everybody stank. Then. <laughs> then, yeah, now. Um, and so they just made this correlation between body hair and impurity and how it wasn't feminine. So this was completely plucked out of nowhere. For an advertising pun. campaign. <laughs> advertising campaign. I'm, I'm so much funnier than I even know. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it was it just pulled out of thin air. Also, at the same time, there was a lot more printing being done. And like we're talking about magazines, right? So magazines started being pressed and specifically to marketed towards women. So there were like six major magazines that came out at the time that were explicitly created to appeal to women. And one of the editors of one of these magazines, Ladies Home Journal, Cosmopolitan, Marie Claire, I think. Cosmo was until later. Very first uh, women's magazine that was ever created was actually called get this, The Delineator. (laughs) What? Right? (laughs) What? 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 What does that even mean? (laughs) What does it mean? I mean, all I could think of was like it was delineating between this was for women and not for men. Um, And then past that, it was Ladies Home Journal, Woman's Home Companion, Good Housekeeping, McCall's Pictorial Review. Um, One of the editors of one of these magazines actually explicitly told the marketers that the main reason why they were doing these magazines was to sell things to women. And in like the span of like a few years uh, from like 1890 to 1914, the advertising revenue grew from $190 million to $682 million. With inflation, James, go. (laughs) (laughs) Women be shopping. (laughs) And I know all of this sounds like really dry facts and like maybe it's not like particularly particularly like funny or whatever. But I just think that that is an insane jump in terms of how much money was being generated because what they were marketing towards women just in second place behind marketing food, meaning like food products, you're in the kitchen, obviously. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's some beeping happening outside the window. <laughs> Fucking patriarchy. <laughs> that right below food advertising was female beauty products and these health products that included razors. Yeah. And it's just, I think that in, in my mind, I actually didn't do enough research to make the like exact correlation. I have no facts. I'm speculating wildly, but... Mm-hmm. I would say this is probably the advent of the pink tax. I'm a book yeah. and media studies major, not to be a cunt. <laughs> no, 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 flex. <laughs> you flex. Oh, girl. no, flex. you're educated. I'm, gross. Uh, but yeah, like, I've done like a majority of my studies were like focused on female uh, or, or the advertising industry, specifically on women or marginalized communities. Like both of the things that I focused on were like indigenous like how they use indigenous uh, imagery in advertising and how it's like kind of played into this American culture. But the other part that I was really focused on was women and the, the advertising industry and how it's used women for pretty much 120, like it was around the time that you said, yeah. like around yeah. the beauty products, they're like, hmm, well, we could continue to Let's sell- call them ugly. And say yeah. that this is going to solve that. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, we already have a product. You're going to get a husband this way? Exactly. <laughs> the, the advertising is an Eastern European parent. Yeah, exactly. This side of the husband? Yeah. Being hairy? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Totally succinct it up. Yes. It was taking uh, people's most you know, intimate fears about whether it's like being child rearing or you know, having a husband or 
Maybe your husband doesn't love you enough. And these are the reasons why. And here's things that we can sell to you. Or maybe you're not a great cook. Guess what? You know how we can make you a great cook? By selling you these super instant meals and these, you know, these And these appliances are, you yeah, these have appliances to ask your husband you, to buy for you. Exactly. Yeah. And these, like, and it just, like, turned into this, cra- there's a huge And he won't buy them for you if you're a hairy bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you best you. shave if you but want also, that stove. But also, they were looking at, like, what can we give people insecurities about that they exactly. don't already have? And part of that is just, like, there are a ton of people that just didn't have a problem with body hair that suddenly were just like, oh, fuck, this is ugly because that magazine is telling me it's ugly. Yeah. There is one, actually, you just said that, and I was like, there's one quote that I loved. It was, hair removal was promoted as a gender norm requirement for women to be attained through consumption and use of hair removal products, essentially telling them that these were products that they needed when there was no inherent yes. actual need. Yes. I mean, them. it makes sense when you delineate uh, between gender binaries. Delineate! Men are hairy, Delineate. women aren't hairy. That's like a very clear gender bias you make. Even though women naturally have certain hairs, it's very clear to make it men are hairy, Women not, and that's and then that you know. Sounds so Neanderthal. Women hairy, but some men women not. are. But some women are though. Like I know. Well, women yeah. naturally have hair that we haven't seen since the nineties. Yeah. But women have naturally had natural hairs. But the way the marketing went was men hairier than women. What's to make the way to essentiate your difference between masculine and feminine? Men hairier than women. Women less hairy. So let's yeah. push, bu- push done women this with skin to bleaching. the far, ma- far reaches of like that definition, binary, right? Yeah. Men are naturally hairier than women. Let's make women as unhairy as possible. Yes. Okay. Yes. I that makes you more feminine. Yes. Can you imagine though, just like living your life? It's the turn of the last century. You're just having a time. You're just trying to live past the age of 35. You're just yeah. letting your bush just, grow out. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you are inundated by a hundreds of millions of dollar industry just saying, gross, you're gross, do this. Well, I mean, if you look at the history of soap, like you look at the word soap opera, that was literally because soap, like, Sponsored the sponsored shows. The, sponsored yeah. the show. Oh, prior, I thought prior. it was soap opera. I love it when you call me soap opera. <laughs> the history of soap before that was, if you look at the history of advertising, it was literally like it's the difference between being dirty or clean, and yeah. the and they used images of black and indigenous children in their advertising to be like, this is how you can clean yourself, and they use the same thing in other countries now across the world to be like uh, skin bleaching. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally like skin bleaching and like plastic surgery and not saying like if you do those things, you know, it's it's your own. Again, we are all about body autonomy yeah. and yeah. whatever you want to do that makes exactly. you comfortable. Let's, let's emphasize that because like, there's yeah. a lot of like being like, uh, so I, I think I forget who said that. Like I shame myself. That doesn't make me a feminist. I think it will be on a different show and someone said like, no, I just like. To, that's how it just feel good. It was a whole, like yeah, no, it like, was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, yeah. d- because you want to shave yourself, that doesn't mean you're not a no, feminist. That does not mean that you're prescribing. I mean, I yeah. said this right like, at the if top. If you want to like lube yourself up and shove yourself down a chute, having <laughs> hair that might Funk. cause that to be less aerodynamic. If you want to rub yourself against each other all lubed up. That might hurt itself and well, create friction. Well, that sounds There's no value judgment I there. I said right at hair. the top of the fucking segment, 
Nobody in this fucking room gives a fuck what you do with your body hair or how you remove it or how you keep it. We don't give a fuck as long as you want to do it. Exactly. But as long as you want to do it. It's just, it is interesting though to me because I just, I do love the history of advertising and all this stuff, where it came from and that it was just plucked out of nowhere. It was just made up. To, yeah. Again, but, sorry. Yes, I made the same pun. God damn it! But uh, but it was it it just appeared so that a company could make more money and uh, identified a whole section of people who seem to be more susceptible to you identify consuming. a need and then you find a product yeah. to fix right. it. We will say we don't care what you do with your body hair except goatees and chin straps. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Fuck do those neck beards bring that too. Back. <laughs> There are all kinds of things men can do. Shave your neck, Chad. When we start talking about advertising, though, another important thing to know about... I don't know if it's Gillette. I'm assuming it's Gillette. Let's just call it Gillette. It's capitalism. It's all the same thing. But... When we... When all of the men started going to fucking war, all of a sudden sales of uh, razors started going down the fucking tubes and they had to sell it to a new... To a new people... That weren't Shave off your at head war. If you're in the army. So I don't. I don't know if this. I'm assuming it was World War One, but it could have been also World War Two or started with World War Two. But the no, advertising there's somebody a shot cut. through the roof where they started marketing razors and hair removal to women because men weren't buying it anymore because they were off fighting. Well, but men needed to shave back then. No, they then also cleaned. They did. They I know, but that was part of that was more part of the. I think that was more part of the war effort. So it wasn't men buying razors. It was like people funding razors to go over and then they were mass yeah, producing you're, you're them a patriot for a war if effort. you're gonna if you're gonna support like the war there's like w- like war bonds and ads taken out and also there specific- were no men at home so why would the women shave anyway exactly. also why is it when harry met sally why isn't it when <laughs> harry met harry <laughs> Anyway, no, but I think it's like I've always really like we haven't really done a super like, you know, deep dive into hair removal and the fact that all of these magazines kind of like talk about it a lot. It's $2,000. Don't do it unless you want to. But I always kind of wanted to talk about it because you, you, we have this whole history of women being made to feel like unpure or dirty or, you know, like not beautiful enough because of the amount of hair that they have and what it's led up to today, which is partly a giant fucking industry of men watching porn with women in it who look prepubescent. And you can't kind of have a conversation about hair removal without having a conversation of what it looks like now, which is a bunch of people getting off to girls looking like they're prepubescent. It's not even hair removal. It's vaginal surgery to be like, this is what it needs to look like. But there is a very specific thing with porn that is women. You can, you can go into Pornhub or go into whatever and like Google, Google hairless. We don't even get a whole load of shit. that We don't even have to do that. Let's ask right now. Have you ever gone out on a date and been like for the first time ever and thought maybe I'm going to fuck tonight. Did you ever not shave or think about shaving before? Nope. To a certain point, to a certain point, I was like, I got to shave everything. What about you, James? You're the guy here. What yeah. did you ever think about it? Yeah. Is that even something you would ever consider? To be true love, you need to rub your hairy bits against each other and then they get knotted together out of true love by rubbing <laughs> together. And that's how you find and out. And you make a braid of love. With. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, have you no, ever, real. have you ever thought about maybe I should shave my pubes if I'm going to Of course. Meet- of course, uh, uh, occasionally. Well, you're gay. You don't count. Just because, <laughs> yeah. 
those Cosmos I made last year were strong. What do you mean? As like a modern male adult? No, I mean, every time, like, every time you've ever gone on a date with I somebody for the first time. I shaved my chest hair just you recently. You shaved your face. Men shave their face. That's because a my chest hair has gotten very white and long in No, no, no. Areas, I'm so talking about when you were 20 years old. Did you ever think, if I'm in a fuck tonight, should I shave my penis? Yes, I did. You thought okay. about that? Okay. For you. Okay. No, it's. I mean, I've. I have I'm been with a couple of people who like. I feel I've been like that wasn't a hairy priority man. for them. Oh but yeah. I think we can all. See I remember been with a couple when people. I was very, you know very you young. Know what? I was fucking fine with it because it's their fucking body. I wasn't fine with it when I was giving head. <laughs> there was a reaction against metrosexuals who did it. do self grooming, and I remember me being. Yeah, 17 years old being feminine being yeah. threatened by that exactly. being like we're men we don't have to shave that's the the, the point of being a man yeah. like you could be hairy like, and live it like, yeah. and then uh then you realize that it, but i but i went on a date with somebody and we like we went back to his place and he was just like fyi just off the bat like i don't shave down there i get razor burn and i was just like dude thank you for telling me it's fine are you are you clean down there? Like, have you taken a shower? And he's like, oh, got yeah. any dingleberries? I just, I just <laughs> want you to be, just take a shower. But that's besides the point. But I mean, there are clipper attachments. That's not like an excuse. It's, you know what? I just whatever. you know what? I'm stopped. not gonna. Wait, I'm not gonna fucking. I'm also, not if you're going incredibly hairy, it sucks that he has to explain that when Sean oh, Connery used him. to be super hairy, oh, being like, I did not know as a child that there are things such as razor attachments. I have been using your face trimmers to trim my pubes for a long time. My Just face. Another surprise. No, but the I mean, shampoo I, and conditioner all over again. I do want to be very clear for a moment when I was talking about. I like, use those to cut my mom's hair. When I was. T- <laughs> when I was talking about people with preferences for hairless. Okay. Let me be very clear. If your thing about fucking people who are hairless is that you are generally disgusted by hair. It's like you need to do some work on yourself, but whatever. If your preference is to fuck hairless people, I have a question about it. Get a chihuahua. I have a question about it. It's prepubescent. It's somebody, you make somebody look like they haven't hit puberty yet. And I wonder why you want to fuck that. What if you're a furry and want to pretend you're both dolphins? (laughs) Hi, mom. I don't want to fuck a dolphin, okay? My don't pre- kick shame me! <laughs> oh, God. Everyone loves a king of the sea. Ever so kind and gentle is he. Tricks he will do. Fucking hate this song. I have one. Jack was like the uh, all of a sudden. I know this one. Ziggy Pop, right? (laughs) My brain. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. Wait, wait, but is it also... No, you just have to wait. <laughs> I love that I said song. love don't come easy. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> um, that's one reason why I hate the song because it would come on the dance cave and I'd hear like bum bum bum. I was just I was just like, reminiscing. Is this gonna be lust for life? Am I gonna fucking start sprinting? I was just reminiscing about the dance cave the other day to someone <laughs> and I used to get really drunk and the then dance I would cave walk is around that plays rock music. I would walk around the circumference of the room picking up beers that people had put down on the speakers and stuff and if I found a full one I would chug it. I would do that too! <laughs> but not because I'm disgusting just because I'd put my beer down and forget where it was just grab whatever you beer is close. still do that. Maybe not so much with coronavirus. The fucking <laughs> dance cave. We're spreading la 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 bamba. <laughs> Lamada. Lamada. Is that the name of the new thing? Dance cave is a bar in Toronto that was famous in the 80s for playing like new wave and stuff it and was? then People uh, in the early, 80s? late 90s, early 2000s went there, college students, young people, and danced to, like, uh, you know, 80s music and then, like, uh, float on, the Modest strokes, Mouse. Modest Mouse, and then it became... It had an indie Quickly became very embarrassing to go there. Yeah. It's, like, a very, very aggressively, like, college bar, and if yeah. you're, like, over the age of, like, 21, it's creepy and gross, and I went there once... <laughs> Uh, they have this Halloween. big show. This really big show. Oh, people love fucking uh, Ed Sullivan impressions in <laughs> 2021, 20, right? This really big show um, <laughs> called like uh, that everyone in Toronto goes to like if all these cool musicians play it, quote. I got fingered at the dance cave. <laughs> D-Story's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D-Story's better. Let's, let's, let's deep dive into this. I think we need no, to I deep dive into D's fingering story. Like this, <laughs> like this guy's fucking middle finger did. I didn't say it was a guy. It was no. a thumb. <laughs> I didn't say it was, it was a, a guy. I got thumbed at the dance cave. <laughs> okay. No, I got, I got fingered, fingered in the bathroom. <laughs> fingered in the bathroom. That's what she said. Anyways, I ended up, uh, they have this uh, Halloween night. That a bunch of bands, local bands, play in uh, this big venue. It went to this big venue called Lee's Palace, that is downstairs in the dance cave. And I ended up uh, going upstairs, which is the dance cave, at thirty something. And I just started dancing, and I realized the band stopped playing. And I'm just like dancing at there. No one cares. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Also, terrible. the reason why I haven't thought about the dance cave in, in a, a very, very long time had nothing to do with how I was finger banged in the bathroom. Just an FYI, that was very, that was very consensual. I was fine with it. It, it was all fine. This is this trapped in a stalking nightmare segment. So there's a ton of fucking being a celebrity is fucking terrifying. Yeah. If you're in the public eye, you don't even have to be that society. Public. <laughs> Everybody thinks they have an intimate relationship with you, even though they don't know you personally. Yeah. My stalking nightmare happens when there's a rut in them. Paul Rudd? <laughs> <laughs> Kervin Furderlerd? Kervin <laughs> <laughs> I just... Uh, so, I... Andrea and I were supposed to cover this segment and I like I kind of went off in a dic- different direction because I started getting into like all of the things that s- stalking can signify and how it can like obsessive behavior in general leads to serial killers and like all He's of wearing this a shit. serial killer shirt right now. I'm wearing a bespoke serial killer sports bra right now. <laughs> so I feel like I am the most Is it from the house of Gucci? <laughs> <laughs> Father, son, and house of Gucci. Stalking to me, like, even if we rule out the actual celebrity stalking, the actual idea of stalking is so fucking terrifying for me to even think about it because it's so fucking bonkers wackadoo to be a stalker. 
Dude, on top of that, the laws that are in place are fucking nothing. Atrocious. It's considered criminal harassment. There's no actual anti-stalking laws like they have in California, which happened after the death of Rebecca Schaefer. Yeah. Who was on uh, Family... Family Ties? Family Ties, was it? Or... Kill yeah. your stalker. Stalk family, family, ti- family you know, ties. You know who's responsible for those laws? Society. <laughs> Boo. So there's a bunch of celebrities here. They all have horrible stalking stories. We've heard of it. You know. I did not know Jennifer Lopez had such a fucking wackadoo stalker, though. Okay. Not, not Lopez. Jennifer Love. One, Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's actually the one I was going to focus on. Yeah. Okay. So there's two statistics I found. Women are more likely to stalk women. And men are more like single white female. Yeah. David Letterman had a famous woman stalker. He had a ton of stalkers. He's gross. He is so. When gross. is he getting canceled? He didn't sleep I, James with loves him, but he's a creep. I love Letterman. So, uh, anyways, I was looking at the different celebrity, you know, stalker stories, but this one. So, she was for some reason Jennifer Love Hewitt was at the Latin Grammy Awards, which yeah. is weird in and of itself. They meant to invite Jennifer Lopez. They just accidentally invited Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, the other J Lo. Yeah, J Lo, J Lo, J Lo with an H versus J Lo with that intern an H. got fired. Yeah. So, anyways, she was out outside the Latin Grammys, and her stalker uh, confronted her and said, "Murder, killer, skankhole, you yeah. are killing me." Skankhole's my new favorite. Uh, I mean, don't take any notes from this like woman <laughs> that was stalking Jennifer. Oh, no, it's a woman. All right, I can laugh yeah. about she it thought, now. <laughs> so she thought she was part of a satanic conspiracy and that... Which would be sick. Early uh, QAnon. QAnon. Yeah, that Jennifer Love Hewitt was capable of reading her mind and manipulating her body through, quote, Cybertronic technology. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. Paranoid schizophrenia. I mean, yeah. well, a lot she of was uncharmed. <laughs> was she on Charmed? I don't think no, she, she was. No, she was on Supernatural. Uh, she, oh, fake news! Jennifer Love Hewitt wasn't she? Didn't she replace? No, who's that lady was Party of Five. Alyssa Milano. She's on Party of Five too. Didn't Holly Jennifer Love Hewitt come on the something. show? Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan and Shannon Doherty. Rose McGowan and then the girl from Doctor Giggles. I think that J Lo J Lo Hewitt was on some type of witch show, but I don't know. J Lo Hewitt was. She was the media on an early episode of. Party of Five. She was flirting with a guy online. So imagine her killing all that knowledge of cybernetics. She was a major character in Party of Five. Oh yeah, she was. But J Lo Hewitt. J Lo Hewitt had a show where she could be a psychic or something. Medium. Yeah, medium. Yeah, that's it. Were you saying that over and over again? Yes. She was also a super special agent on Criminal Minds for a season, which I love that show. Surprise! Surprise! And she yelled. What are you waiting for? No, <laughs> boobs bounce, bro. Oh shit! Yeah. But the thing she that fucking the thing that fucking oh, freaks me out about stalkers in general is that a the most dangerous stalker that you could have is the intimate partner stalker. Yep. But the whole idea of stalking in general is just such a fucking stone's throw away from murder. Oh yeah. And I feel like when it comes to celebrities, it's something that's kind of laughed off a lot because it's like the price of being famous or whatever. And it's just like, I want to put that to bed right now because that is fucking horrifying. And stalking, the only reason that stalking exists is to induce fear in somebody else. And it's just, it's so terrifying. Like, I watched the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix and couldn't even get through the whole thing in one sitting. Because I'm a single person living alone. 
I'm a single Lauren femme person. Through the door like the Kool Aid. And Lauren comes in like the fucking Kool Aid king. Yeah, but it's the Night Stalker, not the king? Day Stalker. The Kool Aid King. <laughs> Nothing bad can you happen to you during the daytime. That is me as an eight-year-old saying that. <laughs> I don't know. Dahmer stalked a jogger in the daytime. There and like, you go. Look at that. What happened with that guy? But um, it's just, but the whole idea of stalking Which is so fucking. Which portion of your titties is he on? Uh, right in the middle? He is. He's the <laughs> cleavage one. He's, He's the, the cleavage He's in the cleavage. He's the only But he might image. be somewhere else. I think there's like Who's another that? one. Raider. Dennis it's Raider. It's James. Uh, yeah. The BTK and then there's Eileen Warnos yeah, is right there. Yeah. Uh, fucking Kemper. Oh, that's Albert Fish. Dahmer has a bunch of fucking... Dahmer is yeah, on, this, on your shirt multiple he times. He is on this shirt too many times. Oh, he's good looking. <laughs> he was kind. He's, he's kind of like if I could have a favorite series. He's got a really Terry Richardson vibe about it. Yeah, yeah, totally, dude. He t- Al- he's well very done. American Apparel. <laughs> if I could have a favorite serial killer, it would be Dahmer. Oh, Mine's Edmund Kemper the <laughs> Third. Mine is Society. <laughs> society. Who would you, who would you, who would you rather get fucked by? JC, Chazé, or Nick Lachey? Or Kevin Furter. Or Carter Furter. Who is on that page? Nobody. It's just some mouths. I feel like J.C. Chavez. He would sing to me. He had the best voice I've ever seen. He had a Karen haircut for a long time in the 2000s. Ew, 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 ew. I just imagine getting (laughs) fucked by Nick Lachey. (laughs) (laughs) And he's such a just like, first of all, he has no body hair. And he's one of those guys that's just like, <laughs> like, so fast from He's behind. Like, Finger me in my sun tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. Nick Lachey looks like he would let me just like hit him a lot. <laughs> oh, for sure he would. He would let me. He would just let me grab him by the ears and just like. If he had long him hair, I'd him fuck him. For you non-francophones, that's like such a Nick the Shay. So you would let, let Nick Lachey fuck you if he had J.C. Chazé's hair? No, it has to be super long, like oh, Viking okay. long. <laughs> okay. You need to get off this Viking kick. I'm trying to get off. No, you need to get <laughs> off You don't want to, like, cook up with Kevin Fennell and pull off his gigantic oh, have we basketball been- shorts? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine the smelly, the crotch of Kevin Fennell? I couldn't even say it. Can you? Can you? His fucking basketball shorts, Ew, yeah. like crotch he, he, of him. He gained a lot of weight and played a lot of golf. And Wait, now he, he's a fantastic dad. I don't know. I won't suffer this Kevin Federline. Oh you said God. it! Yay. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of disappointed, to be honest. I was hoping it would still be mispronounced. No, <laughs> Who's your biggest 90s crushes? I know. Oh, let's try Eddie Vedder. I knew it. I was going to say. Eddie Vedder was hot. Like, he yeah, was yeah, super he was very hot. hot. Yeah, I do and his both. hair wasn't lank. It had curls. Let's try to guess everyone's biggest 90s crushes. You know mine. Let's see if I know. My 90s crush? I have a one first. very specific type. Let's name one of each. I will give oh, you... Ted Bundy. <laughs> I'll, I'll guess. I Jonathan will Brandis. Get, I will, I, no. Not... Uh, he was like my baby crush when yeah. I didn't know what Do you give me were. a gender hint? <laughs> it was a dude. All right. It's a dude. Uh, I will give you $10 if you know this. Matthew Perry. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, John Goodman. No. Uh, Close. Oh. The guy on the fridge that you took a picture with from Jurassic Park. What the fuck is his oh! name? Goldblum. 
Jeff Goldblum. No, close. it's a big. Close. It's a big. Jeff Goldblum. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No. Damn it. I so Jeff Goldblum Hillbilly came Jim. slightly later to the crush. Is he American? Yeah. He, James was close Warmer. with John. Goodman. I said John Goodman. Some gigantic. John Candy. No, that was good. That's a good choice. Tom though. Arnold. <laughs> That's it's some gigantic person. I agree. It's, it's a gigantic you, person who's hairy. Come on. I oh, said, it's uh, not, though. It's not, oh. though. Yeah, okay, you're, so it's you're close, close to, to is a different Is it, is it oh, Roseanne Barr? Dan? Wait, is it, it Tony DJ? Danza? No. Is it fucking DJ? Do, do you guys give up? Yes. Yeah. Tony Danza. <laughs> I said Tony Danza. <laughs> you didn't say God Tony Danza. It. No one goddamn listens to me at this I fucking show. I'm out. goddamn famous guy is saying. I'll give you $10. Okay. He's leaving. Okay, Lauren already said hers. I gotta. Uh, there's gotta be a runner-up though. Let us guess. I know Andrews. I know Andrews. So, uh, you guys guess Andrews. Who? I know who yours is from the '90s. Go for it. Me. No, it's not. Uh, Kurt Cobain. No. Nope. Late. Think about later. Way later. Actor. Jonathan Davis. Actor. Oh, are you going? Oh, are you going 2000s crush? I'm going your like crush? adult crush. Tom okay. Hanks. Squinty eyes. She's mentioned on the Oh, John, Josh Harnett. Harnett. Yes. Yeah. Fucking squint eyes. Fuck, I knew that too. Mine is, I have a very specific type. Yes. Rosie yep. Perez. Cher. Over to you now. Let's this guess Josh's. Okay. Shannon Doherty. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, okay, here's the thing. I had a, like a real thing for uh, Girl Next Door who is not actually Katie as Holmes. nice as everyone. Well, yeah, but like. The thing is, there's like a lineage of Winnie Cooper, Katie Holmes, Samantha Maselli. You know, you know who Josh is. <laughs> oh, you just like they, that vibe. But they kind of all group together. There is one oh, that stands is. head and shoulders above all. Oh, is she a girl next door? You know, no. you know, it is the girl next door. Is she you a know, bad girl? You know who Josh's long-term crush is? Uh, no, no, don't worry. It's, it's, I know, I know, I know what it no, is. He's it's making it's a the joke. girl next door. He's known her for a long time. It's his wife. <laughs> hey, Aww. shout out, Josh. Aww. So are you celebrity that crush. Wasn't gonna Josh be my answer, paid me yeah, money sure, to yes, say that. Yes. So is she's not a girl next door, no. even though he likes girl next door. No, she's a Types. badass. She's a badass. Is re- she a badass? She's Feruza related. Bulk. We talked about Chucky earlier. Oh, am I on the right track? No. Jennifer oh. Tilly. Selma no. Blair. No. I was going for Emily Valentine. Uh, no, Emily Valentine was a weird thing. That wasn't even a crush. That okay. was more of an addiction. <laughs> 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 Emily Valentine ruined my life. TV or movies. Music. Oh! Did I tell you about that time that Emily Valentine came to me on the internet? Oh, the girl from Nazi Star. (laughs) No. Why would you say no? She's the best. Look, I am Gen X, but I am not so Gen X that I look back on Nazi Star fondly. I don't know. I've lost it. I don't know. Janet fucking Jackson. Oh, oh Nipplegate. Nipplegate. That's a good good fucking crush. Mostly though, the if video. Oh, oh my god, I love that. Josh wants song. to be part of the Rhythm Nation, the, if you know what I mean. That album fucking ruled. I think I was in love with Janet Jackson before I knew what sex was. And then when Janet Jackson said, You're smooth and shiny, feels so good against my lip sugar, I was like, I would like to be a part Jeez. of that. Yeah. That a lot of like people, in, like in his defense, in. that's a good crush. A lot of people are in love with people from the Jackson family before they know what sex is. Latoya? Oh. Oh, oh my god, James. That's a horrible joke. Yeah, it was a good joke. It was, ugh. Yeah, I get it, it fucking was. Was that Shit. A, a, a young boy? Yeah. yeah. It was a Michael Jackson. He's a I know. Michael Jackson joke. Man in the mirror. Well, that's James's crush. Boy Who in is the James? mirror. I would say Rosie Perez. Mm. It's Selma Hayek. Oh. It's boring. No oh, one cares. Selma Hayek? Selma Hayek is No, it's Cher. <laughs> yeah, Cher, when you masturbated to the... Th- Again, like dark hair. Is a t- She's slightly thing. taller. Too tall. Isn't she too mom? Who? Isn't Not at the time. Like having a crush on your mom? 
Who? Cher. Oh my god, that's like also. Your such... mom looks like Cher. No, my no. mom does. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you want to fuck Andrea's mom? Kind of in like old photos. Not now. I think I had a thing. Not I think I had around. a thing for Tony Danza from Who's the Boss is because he had. I think he hid into like my like pre-porn interest where he was just like a fucking like housekeeper slash plumber I want to say that just did a bunch of housework yeah did you know that uh, Tony Danza is like they're finally remaking the OA they canceled it the OA where people do like Uh uh, oh shit here we go it's called the (laughs) AOOA fuck my life I I saw that one coming that one coming so I far away. It might as well have been the drive from Connecticut to Brooklyn. Get it. <laughs> we were totally invested. We're like, oh, really? Yeah, did you see? I was invested. Oh, I fucking Marcus love Tony Danza. <laughs> Guilty crush? Ooh, I remember one of my earliest boners when, when Judith Light, Angela, comes out of the shower yeah. and he sees her naked and it's like a shot on her stomach and that's it. Yeah. She seemed much taller in that show. It was her hair. <laughs> yeah. It was, and because Tony Danza, I think, is short. Yeah. God. You know who else was really hot? Jonathan that show? was Fucking a little Mona. pervert. Fucking sure. love Mona. How old was Mona supposed to be? Like in her probably like thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, Alyssa young. Milano was also in that show. Another another, yeah. another teen. She has star. nice tits. No, I yeah. think Mona was supposed to be in her fifties. She was a senior citizen in it. She was supposed to be 50s. like the older one. Guys, we're we're getting there. <laughs> oh my God, fear! Uh, the idea of someone being attracted to uh, 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 Alyssa. Uh, uh, over Alyssa Milano, you're attracted to what's her name? Reese Witherspoon. Mona Richardson. Is it Reese Witherspoon? Reese Witherspoon in Fear. It's oh. like a weird dynamic of like. Well, she's the it's bad a girl. Weird Reese horror dynamic of like her. the whore virgin thing, where like Alyssa huh? Milano is treated as disposable because she's, she's sexually active, and Reese Witherspoon is treated as like blonde and like virginal. It's gross. It's fucking weird. But then yeah, Reese that gets finger bonged. That, that's on the, the only thing people remember. Every single time I'm the on a finger fucking roller coaster. On the roller coaster. No, okay. I also I remember. That I also Wait. remember when he's at the door and he goes, "Let me in." Hold also, on. let me in the house. In the house. <laughs> so let me in the fucking house. Uh, okay, so like the finger banging on the roller coaster thing, definitely super memorable. Also, he cuts off the dog's head and throws it through yes! the dog door. I that don't remember that. So that. I don't remember that. I mean, you're not into horror like I am, I guess. Frig. I, you know what? Fear is worth a rewatch because I see it in a completely different light now that I look at Mark Wahlberg in a different Ugh. light. But it's still good. The bright light of day of, of I love thrillers. hate crimes. We put out a thing last week asking people what their favorite 90s thrillers was. And since Halloween is only like two months away and it's my favorite Plus Friday the 13th was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, true. Oh, I didn't realize that. (laughs) Nothing bad happened. So favorite 90s horror, whatever. A lot of votes for single white female, which I have not watched Mm. in years. It's a good one. Best work. That is the most horrifying. The most horrifying part of that movie is the fact that people would do classifieds and identify their racial identity in the classifieds. Yeah. And that was For something roommate. that happened in the 90s and 80s. It's also mm-hmm. illegal. It's called discrimination, brah. It was single white female and then the, like a weird amount of people who were really into hands up, Hand the Rocks the Cradle. Oh yeah, Hand Ooh, the Rocks the Cradle. Fuck yeah. I love that one. I love Show both that baby. I loved that movie. Yeah. Other 90s stories? Uh, I like The Crush, but at the time oh, yeah, I was a child, was so I didn't realize how creepy it was. The Crush was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, now it's disturbing. Do you have any thrillers from? Oh, fucking Sleeping with the Enemy was on. Every- I fucking oh, love Sleeping my with God. the Enemy. I when I when every time I do groceries, I fix my cupboard <laughs> to make look just like his. With all, I put all my labels fresh. And then they remade <laughs> it later, uh, and they said the premise was 
What if it was sleeping with the enemy, but if uh, Julie Roberts could kick the fucking shit out of the dude, and it was called Enough with J-Lo, <laughs> and she just, like, beat True. the shit out of the dude? I hate that movie. Oh, my God. I, that one? made me dislike guys Enough. with beards. Never heard of the it. The ineffectual fucking boyfriend of the sleep with the enemy guy who's like a, has a beard. Who's like a hippie. Versus the mustache. Him. He was such a yeah. fucking wimp. Like, I hated I him. He's apple pies. He was, like, it's beaten up by the mustache guy. I don't know how much it's of it's like a 90s thriller as opposed to like maybe like a, a legal thriller, but I was really into Primal Fear for a while. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. With movie. Richard yeah. Gere. Although yeah. Primal and Fear has the weirdest Linney. 90s thing in the Basic fucking instinct. world. It's basically like a 90210 episode. So there's a moment in this great movie, it's a fantastic movie, that someone almost goes over a ledge and there's a shot of like, like from now to an O, a bunch of rock is a shot of the a fucking like the, the 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 drop rocks go over the Why edge. Do I know this? And the screen goes squiddly bop, and the, the soundtrack goes. Meow, meow. <laughs> what is this? The it's good fucking son? terrible. No, I want to watch the good son. The good son's insane. Everybody lost Aerosmith. <laughs> Everybody lost their minds over the good son because uh, Kevin McAllister said the. Fuck, they said fuck on screen or something. Also, I'm pretty sure his sister, one of his many siblings, is in that movie. The one yeah. who drowns in the bathtub. I think that's Kieran, yeah. my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. boy, yes. My favorite Culkin. Mm. <laughs> All right, we got to end this. What about Lauren's, Lauren's going to go rub one out in the bathroom. <laughs> I have nothing left in me after this morning. <laughs> Special request while the people love in a bathroom. Bathroom, sex, I can't see. Um, this is the police, bro. I think that there was just like some of the songs from this era just sound kind of shitty. No, it is a pillow. Anyways, whatever. I'll fix it in post. I was trying to cover for you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, hey, it's uh, Tainted Love. Yeah, don't Oh, it is Tainted Love. I'll fix it in post. I love you, Rihanna. I love you, Sting. <laughs> Sting is like pre-canceled for doing reggae. It's like it's not quite as offensive as fucking Sublime. Here's the ranks of offensive reggae. Print, uh, uh, no, police is at the bottom. Sublime is second, uh, like right above that. Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks is number one. Chet Hanks, yeah. Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You're watching with Finn Father Tom Hanks presenting in a watch. Soon forward, come big up, tune in. Booyaka, booyaka. He must be a fucking grade A disappointment to his family <laughs> at the dinner while his esteemed dad and like family members. Are I do. I do picture a scenario where Chet Hanks is literally Bart Simpson's twin in the vent. <laughs> He's and so that's hot, how though, all of the Chet Hanks. <laughs> yeah, he's oh fucking hot. This is like the Danny DeVito thing. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> he's objectively hot. Like I think Danny DeVito is hot too. But like, do you want him to do the fake reggae accent, the fake Jamaican <laughs> yeah. accent of the year? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh yeah, so we are going into a segment called. There's nothing like a guy who's just fucking stupid. You, know? <laughs> you have like a fucking easy lane. You're good looking. Just be an actor instead of a. And your dad. No, 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 no. It's a him- I love a himbo though, like a dumb sweet guy. 
Do you, you know, think he's sweet? I, I don't get know if it. He's sweet. He kind of has he has the energy of a guy who's just like I mean his dad's Tom Hanks. Exactly. He's probably pretty free. And I just I, I love it. You know what? I agree. I love a dude that just fucking smells dumb. Like just has dumb. a smell that just emits a dumb smell. I'm into it. Because it makes you feel like you have something over them. You're exactly. like, okay, well, I am smarter than you, so I don't have to really worry about yeah. you fucking pulling one over me. I could lock you in a box, and I know you won't be able to fucking get out of yeah. it because you're so fucking dumb. Yeah, you have all the money. You just turn your apartment to an escape room, and then yes. you never fucking get out. <laughs> That's my dream, actually. <laughs> in a different era, Chet Hanks would be that guy who filmed He'd Paris be on J14, having man. sex. <laughs> oh, fully. That guy who was like from the Paris Hilton sex thing, he'd be that guy. Rick yes. Speaking Salomon. of Paris Hilton. Yeah, speaking of Paris. Solomon. I cannot believe you know his name. Solomon? Yeah. Solomon? So we're going into a segment called Will Paris Ever Settle Down? And the reason why... <laughs> so I usually am the one that goes through all of the magazines and picks out kind of like the segments that we're going to talk about and then that's what we talk about. And the last... Seg- uh, the last episode that we did with I think Marta was in it. Um, Lauren, my for my birthday. Lauren for your birthday. Fuck, sorry, but we okay? there. But that and that Josh. issue and Josh. But that issue had a bunch of Paris in it, and I remember writing in my notes for the the why segment. Don't we ever talk about Paris? Why? No, no. I said I don't give a fuck about Paris. <laughs> but then I read through this one, and I was just like, fuck! I forgot how huge she was. Yeah. I watched the Paris Hilton documentary. It, it made was me like her great. more. Yeah, it made no, like, a lot more. It's actually it made me like her a lot. Oh, yeah. And you know what? That fucking thing that everyone does. Oh, she did say the N word. So that's a problem. That makes me like her very much less. Yes. That's no excuse. <laughs> that, but that completely. image of her with the shirt says stop being poor. That shirt said stop being desperate. desperate. That's a Photoshop. Yeah. I bought a shirt. I bought the stop being poor top, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do True. have that top. <laughs> no, no, I. For Halloween, for Halloween. But I, I fell into the same trap with Paris Hilton that I fell in with Britney when yep. I was younger, where I fucking slut shamed the, the fuck out of her. And they, she had that one where I think it was her, her bullshit boyfriend released the porn, I think. Was which that how one? that went? Was there multiple? You okay. know what? I never got. It's called One Night in Paris, which is so fucking gross. It's a yeah. really boring that guy porn. Is so I watched gross. it. I watched like, it. Did you watch it? It looks like you're wearing a. Uh, well, when I was younger, I, you were in your interested. night vision knocks, yeah, which is night fun. vision goggles. It was weird. It's fun if you're like a right wing guy who likes to pretend you're like in the military, even though you're like, you know, <laughs> I like never, fucking... I never watched it just because I did feel at the time, even though I was a slut shaming asshole when I was younger, I did feel weird about watching a porn that somebody didn't control the release of. I was a piece yeah. of shit. I didn't know that kind of. I didn't have. That I didn't kind know, of, so I was so like, like, I saw it back, and I haven't watched it since. Yeah, I, d- I didn't have the kind of like the kind of knowledge about it that I do now. Where you it's had just the like empathetic where, instincts. I had the empathetic instincts. It was more just. I knew she didn't, she was like, she had released a bunch of interviews and she just looked so horrifically embarrassed. Do you guys want to hear some tea? Yeah. Apparently the reason her and Nicole Richie stopped being friends was because they Nicole Richie had a party and at the party invited Paris, who's supposed to be her best friend, and played the sex what? tape at the fucking party in front of people. What? How fucking horrific and humiliating is that? that? Is- she is not into the sex tape, and she is not into the sex when you watch the sex tape. Yeah. Just there. Holy fuck, I did not know that. It's a bully mentality. She was also rich, which made it easier, because her dad, her pa- well, not her granddad was rich. No, her parents are rich, too. No, she's I know, but her rich. granddad like, is the one who made the but money. But that doesn't make humiliation any less no. of a thing. No, but and- that made us less sympathetic. Like, even with Britney, it's like we were so vicious. And it's like, well, she's rich, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah it's and I don't like. Yeah, but like when you in high too. school, it wasn't just rich people. It was yeah. it was the girls who got like 
had tits who just had tits. This bitch! Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like being probably like embarrassed and like, I remember being like, oh, she's a slut because she has tits. Yeah. yeah. What? Apparently yeah, when she was growing up, before she hit LA, she was like a downtown like Chloe Sevigny type. Who? Paris? Who? Paris, yeah. Yeah, and then she hit LA and they, before that, they sent her to reform school, which I watched saw in the documentary. Yeah, the, in the documentary, she talks about like they went and kidnapped her. It's like one of those scared straight schools and her parents mm-hmm. were like, you're clubbing in the you know, like for those of you that haven't watched it, I'm not gonna spoiler alert. This is her documentary. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. But How do I watch it? Where is it on? I think it was on I don't think you get YouTube. it in Canada, but okay. no, it was on YouTube. Send me a link. I'll uh, watch it. I mean, but I it was actually it like, yeah, her parents like were like, yeah. You're out of control and they sent her to like a scared straight camp, but they, it's one of those camps in the middle of like the Utah desert where and it's she like she probably wasn't even all that out of control at yeah. the time. Like, either. She was a like, teenager. She was like fifteen going to like nightclubs. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were You're talking concerned. about fake IDs earlier, bro. Yeah. She was like going in every night. She was like a downtown person. So like you would be concerned, but the way they went but about guess it was what? a fucking she took, nightmare. She went and she pivoted from that and was like, hey, you know what I could use to like further my career being a party girl? She, we do not give her enough credit for being like the, she was, Kim Kardashian used to be her closet organizer, dude. Yeah. One of the most powerful women in like, I, I don't like the Kardashians. I don't like what, who they are as a, like people. I don't hate them. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, as far exactly. as sex tape go, the Kim Kardashian sex tape is way better because she's very encouraging. <laughs> and she was I trying like that about that. No, <laughs> she fucking tried. She's so encouraging <laughs> of his sex stuff. He's like doing his business, and she's like, "Yeah, that's great, honey." I think there's Doing a difference good. too, though. I think what Paris Hilton saw. I think Kim Kardashian saw Paris Hilton's sex tape and saw the scandal that it created. But scandal, like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I think yeah. she's smart. Like, yeah. I, I mean, her obviously, mom, I don't mom. like what the family represents. Stop. Um, <laughs> I don't like that the family represents. Obviously, it's really bad for a culture in a lot of ways. But I think, like, as an individual human being, she is smart. Also as an industry. And, yeah, and as an industry. But also, she's made a, like, a very redeemable career segue now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be a lawyer. But a lawyer for, like, getting kids out of, like, the camps and shit, which is, like, a human right. I had no idea. Summer camps? What kind of camps? (laughs) Summer camps. Tim Hortons camp. Yeah. (laughs) Ronald McDonald camps. (laughs) You know the kids who are like, she's going to be a lawyer for the kids who are like, I want to go home. I want to go to Muskoka Woods. (laughs) I'm I'm lonely. I miss my mommy. Like, the kid who's, like, at summer camp, like, a real loser who wants to go home. Yeah, me. Kim Kardashian. The the kid from the fucking... (laughs) old timey song where it's like (laughs) take me home oh madafada take me home yeah that was fucking me i hated summer camp yeah (laughs) my mom sent me to a christian camp oh no it was my aunt sent me to a christian camp when i was like i I just got no it was a christian which christian camp it was called uh, Ontario Pioneer Camp. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I went to Minioe, which was my... They uh, sent an indigenous daughter to a fucking pioneer Dude, camp. Dude, my, na- my aunt, she's native, but she was like residential school, second generation survivor. And so she was super fucking Catholic or Anglican, whatever fucking weird Christian camp they sent me to. I don't know what you guys do, but you're all the same. Anyways, I pretended to break my ankle. I literally, I didn't just pretend... I straight up threw myself down a hill and tumbled and somersaulted and was like, my ankle! It was like the best acting. I should have got a fucking, like, Oscar. Oscar. And then I was like, help me up the hill. I can't walk. And I did that for two weeks. Just in case you guys are listening, it was fake. Yeah. I didn't I went, break my ankle. I went to a camp called Columbus Boys Camp, which was half 
for regular kids and half for poor kids. I was one of the poor kids, and it was like half inner city youth, and it really sucked, and I was really depressed, but I couldn't really complain because at the same age, my dad's summer camp was called Matthausen. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad was in a concentration camp. He was, oh. he was very old. He was very old. They were the people who wouldn't, could, who were like, were like this the sucks. Person we don't camp. like this. No, that was his refugee camp he went to afterwards. He went to several terrible camps. <laughs> yeah. And Kim Kardashian's going to save him. Hard to complain about my camp experience. Kim Kardashian's getting people out of Auschwitz. My dad <laughs> never took me camping my entire life. I wonder if that was the reason. No, I think... I don't know. I don't like camping. I'm just going to say, I might, I realized the other day, I'm a horrible, miserable summer person. I'm like, the really? flowers give me a headache. The heat is gross. I don't want to be like a negative person. I used to love summer. My birthday's in the summer, but recently I, I hated, hated camp because I had severe social anxiety and I hated being around other kids and just wanted to be at home reading. I wanted to spend my entire fucking summer reading by the pool. Yeah. That's all I fucking Aww. wanted to do. And my parents were yeah, just dude, like, no. Camp, they're like, well, my parents worked all the way through crap. summer. They didn't get the summer. They didn't get the summer off. So they're just like, you know, we have to work. So for, you know, we'll take off part of the summer to be with you guys. But like for the most of it, you're going to be with your grandparents and then they need a fucking break because they're old people. And so they sent me to a camp and I fucking hated every second of it. Dude, speaking of being forced to do things you fucking can't stand, James and I were talking the other day. Did you guys have track and field at your yes. school? The humiliation Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I'm short. And I had to do, you were like, it's not like, oh, let's like play up to your skills. You know what? You got big arms. Why don't you do shot put? No, it's like, you're fucking five, like four foot nine. Why don't you jump over this giant yeah. high jump? And they made everyone do it. It's not like they had qualifiers. Yeah. Like if you fail out in like general school, they don't make like normal schlubs go to the Olympics who can't like do, <laughs> but they made every single loser do they it. Like, should, hey, though. did you try it? <laughs> they should do the Olympics like the Hunger Games, which is like they pick your name from a thing and you're yeah, like, awesome. James, you're doing um, gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks to train. And then you try your best. Yeah, I think that would be way more entertaining. But it's like, Absolutely. hey, you, you know? did this. You humiliated yourself in front of like ten kids. How about you do it in front of a hundred <laughs> kids and their parents? No, but I, I, the other thing that I hated about like phys ed was my school. I had this one uh, gym teacher. And she would literally make you run in your uniform if you forgot your gym clothes at home. So I was like running around sometimes in a fucking kilt or in like, you know, uh, like, you know, in pants or whatever. And like, I would just get so fucking sweaty in my uniform. I mean, in her defense, that's the classic girl, like goth girl, alternative girl excuse. Like, I forgot my uniform. I'm on my period. I have an ingrown toenail. No, but some people legit forgot their clothing at home and then they're just like fuck i have to run in my fucking uniform at that point the first and only time i had to run in a fucking you only kilt, do it once i just you only forget it once i only forget it once but She's also if, fair, that lady no, no 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 i would i whenever i did forget it i would just skip the class and i wouldn't go yeah, exactly. and that's what that's what and that's literally what you're teaching your kids is this high to school do. yeah and that's literally what you're teaching your kids to do when you do when you pull that shit is you're teaching them to skip your fucking class whenever they forget right. their clothes when you try to, to humiliate them like that they need to yeah. change they need to change what phys ed is because i i like you know actually that's not true i yeah like, like for exercise. modern days like e-gaming rather <laughs> no, than but just e-sports. something you're interested in like if like kayaking canoeing we have a fucking lake right here yeah anything that i like boxing that's no subjective. i don't like fucking volleyball i fucking hate volleyball it hurts my hands you're, you're talking I'm about short. elective things where like you go kayaking my school couldn't afford to give me photocopies how the fuck <laughs> How the fuck did we move to phys ed class from Paris Hilton's I'm sure Paris Hilton's phys ed class was pretty fucking decent. Oh, we were talking about summer school. Yeah, six degrees of fucking separation. Yes, okay. Okay, 
So anyways, this whole article is about will Paris ever settle down? If you guys can name four of Paris's exes, I will give you no, any of them. an extra samosa. That's I a mimosa, not a samosa. I do have some samosas. If you're can I be honest? She, has, she has big asexual vibes to me. Dude, totally. Do you agree? Yeah, she's I 39 fully and not fucking married. agree, and I never thought about it before, but you're so fucking right. Every time I see her with a man, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. She is very, very, she from the documentary, she's very driven, and like everything takes a backseat to her ambition of like being, I don't know, a billionaire. A DJ? Yeah. And she dated this guy in the documentary <laughs> who became a big fucking baby because she wasn't paying enough attention to him at Ultrafest, and he threw a tantrum. It was yeah. so fantastic. Yeah, you know what? I feel like there's been a lot of tales of men proposing to her or men Dude, being obsessed with her. She's been engaged like 15 times. Yeah, and it's like, I think she's just like, I don't like care that, like I think that like the way some of us can like define ourselves through relationships, I think she just doesn't have that. I think yeah. she just doesn't care. She's like, yeah, if you enhance my life, that's great. But like, if you ask a lot of me and you want me to be like settled down with you, like that's just not something I'm interested in. Also, mm-hmm. if you watch the documentary, her mom, her family is like kind of cold. They're like that rich, cold family. Yeah, and that makes sense because she seems cold too. Like, I feel like she can't really emotionally let people in. I don't know yeah. her, obviously. I'm just her yeah, sister fucking seems like a much more emotionally available yeah. than yeah. she does. I think so. Too, is she? Yeah, Nikki Hilton. Nikki is older. Her, so. Oh, is she? I didn't know yeah. that. I thought she was younger. I always think that the sisters that are less famous are younger. Yes. You know, like <laughs> Ashley. Ashley. You know, Jamie Lee. Speaking of Ashley. Speaking of Ashley. Oh, I know. We're naming uh, Paris Hilton next. I'll go. Um, okay. Some 41, uh, dude. Say, Derek will be. Okay. I'm gonna say Wilbur Val- Valderrama. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. He fucked everyone. That yeah. was Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. He was a village. Wilbur Valderrama. All the <laughs> more power to him, but he was Hollywood's village fucking bike. He when fucked he was everyone. <laughs> like, oh, I have a list <laughs> of who. Lindsay he, was the most r- obvious. Rumored Rihanna. Rumored wow. Avril Lavigne. God, him he and Derek like, from Some 41 fucked, got around. Man. He looks like my Mexican best friend's little brother. He's not attractive. I don't care what I people say. I never was ever, ever, ever attracted to him. I did he watch 70s show. He sexual to me. There we must be. Oh, because he's playing a non-sexual person that 70s show. Are we still Dude, like Mo Wilmer Valdez? Yeah. 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 What does he look like? I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was like he's a Latino, right? You know what the problem is? when I When these guys were big... I was too young. Like I was attracted to, like Jesse McCartney because he was like sixteen. Yeah, I was like, you know like, what I mean. Nice having a young Wilmer Valderrama was like fucking in his twenties. So I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that. Right, right. Brad Pitt. I'm like, I don't get it. You know. Yeah. I didn't. I, the only person I understand, I understood to be hot at this in like the '70s show is Ashton Kutcher, and it's because he gave that like okay, we were saying ass. earlier. He's also a model. <laughs> well, it, we, it's I mean, like we were saying the fuck Danny DeVito. Too. It's like Can we you? were saying. Yeah, it was oh, like we were saying before. Like I make me horny. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher ga- on that 70s show gave off hot dumb dude vibes and I was into it and I was into himbo. it yeah. Himbo. yeah I thought you said I didn't realize that himbo was like bimbo I think he's exactly. bimbo from the Simpsons I don't know if it's because of this photo but doesn't he look like he should be wearing steampunk goggles on his forehead? Yeah. Turn he around. does look is a little bit older? too perfect. I will say, like, in real life, I feel like he's a little bit too, like... Shit, man, he grew up good. Skin treatments and Botox. He's horny for Wilder Valderrama. Now I am. <laughs> unless, not when he was unless younger. Unless you're a height queen, because I'm pretty sure he's, like, 5'2". Okay, to I'm give not. you some context, because you were young, in like that 70s guys. show... Which you probably didn't watch because it was like primetime show when you were like two. I gotta watch it though because it's still one of those shows that people post screen caps. Yeah. Of. It was popular. One okay. of them became a very successful actor. Two of them. Two of them are Scientologists. One of them cheated on Demi Moore, and one of them is a rapist. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who, Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson. I don't know who that is. He played the curly haired guy Hyde. on the show. Okay, who Hyde. um who are the Scientologists? 
Uh, Laura Danny Preppen. Madison and Laura Prepon. Laura Prepon Scientology? Mm -hmm. No, she left. Apparently oh. she Damn, left. Damn, I like the... Laura Prepon. Yeah, she's, she's hot. Cool. Elizabeth she's Moss hot. is she's a Scientologist. Hot. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's the most disappointing one to I me. Know. When you see her in Handmaid's Tale, you're like, dude, you're so talented. You're obviously very intelligent. You're so... So it's like, there's got to be something to Scientology that like... You know what I mean? Like, that's should we bring the podcast to the Scientology Church? When I go to LA, that's the first thing I'm doing. I, 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 I'm uh, asking for a tour. I was in LA and I was <laughs> right, right near the Blue Building, and there was like uh, a, a really attractive girl with like a young guy, and there was a two people across the street. I was like, "What do you guys do to get not allowed to partner with the hot girl?" <laughs> like, you know, there's like a really attractive girl like wearing her like little like navy uniform. She's doing so much getting so many converts dude celebrities scientology someone attractive LA? is paying attention to me i was gonna say speaking of celebs i have this game that i made for the segment in case Yay. it didn't work out like dumb celebrity quotes and seeing if you guys can match who said the dumb quote to the I quote i love that okay let's okay. get these all organized d how do you say it again <laughs> parthenon <laughs> okay okay reporter did you visit the parthenon during your trip to greece I can't really remember the names of the clubs we went to. <laughs> okay, can we take turns? I don't know. How yeah. To do okay. Yeah. We'll take turns. Uh, Olivia, you go first. You did a man voice. So I'm going to have to say it's one of the men. And it, could, and it could be any of those guys. Because those are the guys. That's are just all... how my voice sounds. So we could have been. We went to a lot of clubs. It said, did you visit the Parthenon during your trip to Greece? Because... I'm going to go with Ye. Kanye. Nope. No. Nah, oh, wait. Smart. Let me guess. No, no, no. Let me guess. Okay. Now. You can steal. I'm going to say Shaq. Yup. It yeah. was Shaq. Uh, if Shaq you do, attack. If you do Shaq tweets, I can do that. <laughs> Shaq, is, Shaq, Shaq tweets are iconic. Okay. Uh, next one. D. I actually don't like thinking. <laughs> I think people think I like to think a lot and I don't. I do not like to think at all. Iconic. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. a great quote. That's, that's an amazing quote. quote. I hate thinking. I can't believe I'd okay. never heard that before. I take anti-anxiety medicine to stop me from See, thinking. See, I would originally say that sounded like a, an iconic quote from Mariah, but Mariah's yeah. not an option. It could be Paris uh, or Anna Nicole. I want to say, okay, I want to say... I'm, I changed my voice now, by the way. It's just I feel like you're going to have a crazy ass fucking quote for Tila, Tila Tequila. It's not her. So it's not her. Um, well, maybe, we should, like, maybe we should let our listeners like tell them what, who's on the. Th so the options. On the so board. the options. We have Britney. We have Tila Tequila. Mike Tyson. Paris. Kanye. Christina and Anna, Anna Nicole Smith. And also, you didn't give any indication about the gender of the person nope. who said this quote. So I'm gonna go with Kanye. You right, baby. Awesome. Woo! Wow. You, got it. you know tequila, tequila, tequila is gonna be like. You know what? Some good ideas. <laughs> Who gets okay. a bad okay. rap? <laughs> take, take the. Uh, wow, that made me like Kanye even more. Take it out. Okay. Okay. okay next so one. I never. Like you know what? That actually makes Kanye sense quote. though, because he has so many things he's said and done that it's like if anyone else said that, it would probably stand out in their yes. like repertoire of iconic quotes. Yeah. But he has too many. <laughs> <laughs> I am a god. Everybody says, "Who does he think he is?" I just told you who I thought I was. A god. No, I didn't go to England. I went to London. Oh, oh my that's god. That's you, James. That's not that's not a lot to go on, but I'm pretty sure that has that's pretty stupid. So that's got to be uh, I feel bad. Anna Nicole Smith. Nope. Damn it. Um I'm going to steal. steal. Yep. I'm going to say Christina Aguilera. Nope. No. I'm going to say Tequila Tequila. Nope. Wow. It was Mike Paris. Wow. Oh, what? Wow. 
She's so worldly. Her name is fucking Paris. She's literally part of like a hotel chain. <laughs> True. Yeah, we don't, we don't have hotels in England, only in and in London. Yeah. That was a good. Of, that was a good example. Like a, speaking like, of, because all you have to do is go. You got that like a little baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of false. So where's the Cons Film Festival being held this year? Say That's again? a quote. So where's the oh. Cons Film Festival being held this year? Oh, <laughs> uh, Extina? Yup. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty Woo! Good. You got it. Is it pronounced Cons? Cons. Cons! I didn't know that. I thought it was cans. <laughs> cans. Cons. Cans. Okay, apparently we're on celebrities not knowing geography. I've never really <laughs> wanted to go to Japan simply because I don't like eating fish. And I know that that's very popular out there in Africa. <laughs> it's D's turn. Oh, I fucking don't. But, oh, man. Um, so the options are Brittany, Tila, Mike... And Anna Nicole Smith. Um, Mike Tyson. Nope. I gotta be Anna Nicole Smith. Nope. Fuck. Okay, you know what? I think I've heard stuff about Tequila Tequila being vaguely racist. So oh, that makes she's not vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah. She's not vaguely racist. She's full out. You oh, guys are all full. wrong. It's Britney. Oh, Brit. Oh, my God. Well, that checks she out. She had too. to be young. She was young. Just because I feel sympathy, compassion, and forgiveness for others such as Hitler now means I'm a monster. Oh, Tequila! <laughs> yes, our you little right. fucking weirdo Nazi who's AKA now a she's fucking. Nazi? She's what? Well, she was. I mean, she, she just said she had sympathy. She said all, sympathy. all for trying to open your eyes to the truth that Hitler was not as bad as he was painted out to be. Yeah, Tequila, wow. Tequila, aka the Geico lizard. She also dressed up in a super slutty SS officer uniform. Uniform and st- and like photoshopped herself in front of the gates of Auschwitz. Weird. Yeah, it's interesting because um, she could have been so progressive because she was the first bisexual ever, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first one ever in recorded history. The yes. first bisexual in recorded history. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're now down to- hey, if it were up to the Nazis, she'd be shipped off. Exactly. We're now down to Mike Tyson. I can't believe and she Nicole had a fucking Smith. kid. Okay. This is the last one. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna fade into Bolivian. Anna Nicole Smith. Nope. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson did do a lot of coke, so that make that tracks. So now we are we are back. We've had, this actually come full circle. So now Alex, you should you should read and it, we like, all know you should read is. a quote and say it was this Anna or was this not Anna? Well, I already fucked it up, so I'm just gonna tell you. Just read the Anna Nicole Smith right. quote. Howard Stern and Anna Nicole Smith were discussing suicide bombers when she asked him. Doesn't that hurt? (laughs) (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Another icon. People always ask me, did I ever learn anything when I was a stripper? Yeah, I did. One man plus two beers equals $20.